What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Games, the show that has no set schedule. This is episode 31, and I'm one of your hosts, Jay Johnson, and joining me as always is my co-host, LaQuinza Gooby Goob Morgan. What's going on, my guy? Coming up on today's show, we're breaking down E3 2022, going to go through a few of the gaming showcases, talk about some games that we liked, what we saw, what we didn't like, and a couple other things. All that more coming up on today's show. But first off, you know how we do. Let's check in with my co-host, Gooby Goob. How's it going, big dog? Man, you know, man, it's going very well. You know, still out here addicted to destiny, you know, raising children and, uh, you know, just trying to get better at time management, as it were. Time management is doing a very good job, though. (laughs) No one can do it. (laughs) No, it's it's terrible. We're bad at it. But hey, we're here. We're holding down. I think it's a comic book, maybe. What is it? Why the last man? I might be I might be messing it up, but there's a comic. You are. Um, but the premise is that he doesn't have to sleep, or maybe the world doesn't have to sleep. And I feel like if we had that, we'd be in there. If we didn't, if we didn't have to sleep, Goober, we could do whatever we wanted to do. I mean, it's very true. Because that's like what you know. If you're, if you're, you know, a good adult, that is eight hours, you know, a third of your day, based upon you know the time that we have constructed as humans. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, that would be I could I could get a lot of stuff done with the extra eight hours. You would have that gun by now because you could just run eight raids yes. for eight hours yes. straight. <laughs> yes. No matter. Any time of day, don't matter. Don't need sleep. But, you know, it's not how human bodies work. Would you rather be the only person in the world who didn't have to sleep or would you want everyone to not have to sleep? Um, I'd just rather be the only person not sleeping. Oh, shit. Keep the powers to yourself. I see. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, I just do it, you know, do whatever. You know, never get tired over here, you know. <laughs> oh my god so what's been going on man this is um we're in what the end of june now how's the summer been going how's the fam how's the baby how's the wife what's what's going down there in uh in in in, in mississippi uh, you know just hot as uh hot as ever you know 100 degrees heat index make it feel like 106 you know 108 you know just sweating went on a little walk this morning in the shade in the park and still sweating um baby is doing well being coming up on a year next month, you know. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, That's I know, crazy. right? The pandemic time flies when you're raising children, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, other than that, you know, just um trying to trying to find something new to play, you know. I'm like, uh, you know, mom was done with this Destiny Battle Pass, so we'll be looking for something different to play, but, you know, just Destiny, Destiny, and uh, more Destiny. Okay, okay. Same old, same old here. Yeah, man, it's been a little warm up here as well in the uh, Illinois area. We had a bit of a heat wave the past couple weeks. We've been in the the 97s feeling like 105 and whatnot not Sheesh. thick not thick like down south but still fucking hot i work outside so man i'm definitely getting my summer color and it's been a little bit warm but we've been good though you know uh chilling doing the same old thing boring life as it is when you're married uh with no kids though so we had a little freedom there uh but we did go or i did rather i went to my first casino the other day and that was pretty fun okay uh, what we play what we playing you know we just play the video machine Oh my God, that's the so worst, worst odds in the whole casino. You're completely right. You're completely. But here's the thing, though. I was just so mesmerized because I've only been to a casino. I guess we went to the one in Philadelphia, and uh, we got some cheeseburgers. Or whatever. We were in high school. I've never been to a casino to actually play, but it was uh, it was Father's Day weekend, and my brother, his birthday was a few days before that, so we took the family, me and my dad, 
uh, my brother and his uh, girlfriend went to the casino. Just stay for a couple hours, whatever, play some games. But it was just such a weird experience because I went in there and like, you know, we you know, we play video games, right? Everyone talks about us playing video games and how you're, you know, you're wasting your time and you're just sitting there mindless and goober. I walked into this fucking place and it's just hundreds of people, maybe a thousand people just staring at these big ass screens and just punching two buttons. Yeah, just throwing their money in there. You know, hey, I'm going to win something. No, no, you're not. The chances are very, 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 very slim. But, you know, you do you, boo-boo. They look like fucking zombies, and I fucking they loved are. it. So, because <laughs> everyone was in there, you know, every different type of person, everyone they looked whatever, like all these different people, all in there hanging out, having a good time, had their their drinks, their milkshakes to their to their cocktails. It was a good ass little time. They had a little sports betting room too, where all the games. And that's why I want to go. There we back. go. Now we talking. Yeah, I want to go back during like football season because they had like all these TVs and like the little the, you know the tickers at the top and they had a bar behind. They're just chilling these nice soft seats. All these dudes just watching these games. Like you know what. Maybe I want to bring a couple hundred bucks and see if I can turn it and flip it over. Up I mean, you know, and, uh, I do that. Sports. That 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 would be. I just hate all my biggest gripe about all the smoke that's always up in there. It's like, bro, y'all just like just chain smoking cigarettes. I, well, I guess here I'm not sure, but Chicago. If that's a can you, can you just smoke nonstop in the casino in Chicago? No, I didn't see any smoke. That was what I was super surprised okay. by. Now it was two. Mm. It's called Rivers Casino. It's on um, 294. Um, mm. It's it was right outside of O'Hare. It was um, two floors. The bottom floor is a little bit darker. Uh, okay. A little bit older. I couldn't tell if they had made the top floor newer if it was just kept better but the top floor had mm. more lights on there looked nicer but the whole casino itself was super clean and like there was no smoke people were super chill there was no yelling there was a lot of yelling at like the tables like the craps tables or the, yes or the the yes. black chat table not like people getting angry people getting excited say oh we won and they were very excited about that so that was cool to see um but yeah man fucking casinos okay i gotta come back yeah. the wife didn't go with me because she was doing her own family barbecue thing so mm. i want to take her and myself and go back and see if we can uh win some stuff my brother won he actually won like 100 bucks nothing okay, crazy let's but go. he was playing a little video game let's thing go. he won a couple things so bro yeah man, fucking is, casinos. The, is always the move that's the one you know huh? it's the, your odds are so much better granted you're playing like four decks of cards and you know if you got people right. playing they playing against you you always want to make sure you're playing against the dealer right mm. but like the odds are always much better like i would usually when we, my old job, we always have like conferences and they like be at the casino. Don't know why. I don't. Doesn't really make sense, but we just always give you gambling. We have to show up to like the uh, the morning meetings, you know, hungover and stuff. It was it was a good time. It it's good a time. reason to go gamble. Say so we we got some yeah. quote unquote yeah. work to do. So let's go and do it at the casino. Right, exactly. You know, you know, like most time, like I always, you know, you always can come out on top. Or most time, you can break even at, at the blackjack table. But um, that's always a fun time. Yeah, I want to try blackjack. I want to try yeah. some roulette and maybe some craps. That's, I think that's what we're going to do next time. And then the video game machines. Always. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Unless you do it and then just tell me how it go. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You got a, you got a family to be taken yeah. care of. You can't be yeah. gambling your money away no, on willy-nilly out here. I have children. You have a child, please. Yeah, I have a dog and I kind of count. Oh, okay. 10-4. I guess Jesse you know. does call her lizard our child as well, so. We're, yeah, we're right I feed it, I bathe it, you know, I provide shelter for it. There you go. Mm, the young champion. Well, yeah, thank you is. for joining us today. Uh, as I said before, this Oblivious Games are um, every every now and then recurring video game podcast. Thanks for coming through. Uh, if you like what we're you gonna, hear, please do tell everyone, tell your friends who like video games, like listen to people talk. Uh, we could use the listens. We could use the exposure. Should give us a share and whatnot. Uh, rate us. If you're on whatever podcast services, Apple Music, Spotify, give us a rating down there. That will help us get more um, exposure as well. So 
uh, yeah, we're going to sit here today. Like I said, we're going to go through uh, some of the things we have. Bethesda Showcase, Summer Games Fest 2022. Uh, that's Bethesda Xbox Showcase, sorry. Then Summer Game Fest and then State of Play. We're going to go through all that stuff right there. But first, though, whereas you kind of touched on a little bit before we get into everything, I kind of want to hear uh, what's what? been going on with the old Destiny since that's been taking your time up uh, recently. We got a new season out here, Season of the Reaping, Reaper, Season of the of the Lost, Season of the Haunted, maybe? Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think oh, this this man got eighty. I would say season of the damn, but I think it might be <laughs> season of the haunted. Yeah, that's it. Take take me through the season of the haunted, please, sir. Uh, you know, man, same format. You know, you un- unlock your little, you know, three by six table of uh perks. You know, at whoever the vendor is. Uh, it's, it's, I I do like the story though. I'm digging the story. It's just you know, digging into a lot of people's past because of you know things that haunt their past, i.e., season of the haunted. Um, you know, Zavala, he's having a little bit of, he's looking at forgiveness, you know, just like with Crow, you know, he's doing like some uh, forgiveness as well. But I mean, you know, it's raised good. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not really the, the event is kind of getting on my nerves. Only, only so much I can repeatedly do a public event over and over and over and over. And you know, not not get the weapon I'm looking for, you know. So I just needed to, you know, drop. But you know, you know, you can craft some stuff. But I mean, it's good. The story story might be the best thing. The other content is like a little. It's being drip fed, so like that's kind of leaving a little bit wanting, you know. But um, I played three characters, so that's, that's probably why there seems to be a lot oh, for me Jesus, to do. That's but, a lot. Right, exactly. You know, so um, I hate that I have to do the story on each character but i mean it's 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 a good time you know i'm just doing a raid new dungeons kind of fun so um i mean there's there's content there right just how much do you want to uh how much of your life do you want to commit to it you know i'm usually you know seven to like eight to like nine every night depends on you know how the baby's sleeping i might do a little bit more but uh it's fun you know for me you know that's what i you know get my pleasure out of i was you really kind of waiting on this new Elden ring dlc really so like they can pull me away from from Disney so I could, you know, play something else. But, <laughs> um, you know, talking about ain't nothing to play when I got like all these games on Game Pass, you know, but different story, am I right? No, oh, please. Uh, yes. But it's a fun time, though. It's a fun time, you know, just getting getting loot, crafting weapons. Um, I'm enjoying it. You know, the best season? Probably not. Uh, the funnest season? Probably, probably not. Uh, But, Story-wise, it's really good. Yeah, what weapon are you looking for specifically for the stupid, stupid submachine gun? It only drops there, or like, yeah, I think. I mean, I've got every other weapon to drop there, but like it's the only one. But like the way the crafting system works is, or like the the vendor works, you got to get the weapon to drop at least once. Mm. Then you can like try to roll it, but I haven't gotten it, so I'm just stuck doing endless containments. I feel like I have that submachine gun. Yes, 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 yes. Everyone has it except me. <laughs> yes, yes. We know. We know. You know. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it does suck doing the same thing over. I'm not doing three characters. I'm doing kind of a character and a half. I was, I was mainlining my warlock at first, but then, um, I couldn't resist the temptation of using the, the fire the fire pants for the titan so i'll switch over the titan and so i've gotten the farthest in the story with my titan so far so um that's been pretty cool like you said it's doing a lot of stuff about i guess loss right like grief for having to deal with 
Zavala's wife and what happened to right. her. Um, your boy, the crow and his past. And then now I've gotten to the part where we're doing Keitel and um, uh, Gaul. Gaul, yeah. I think is his name. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been pretty good. Like you said, the story is the main draw here. Everything else is kind of the, the normal fare. The dungeon's pretty cool. It feels like the easiest dungeon that we've had so far. Somehow I still fuck it up. We played it last night <laughs> and I was off comms and I did everything wrong that I could do. Um, but still pretty cool. I should probably watch a video because I just like play with you and Tim and just kind of walk around. I mean, you know, let's, you know, there comes the argument for, you know, match made dungeons and raids, you know, like you can't communicate then. It's a little tough, right? But I mean, you don't really need to communicate. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's the it's the probably the hardest one to solo, but it's the easiest one to as a trio. Yeah, yeah, because so, you can yeah. as long as you're handling the ads okay and the yellow bars or whatever, you're kind of pretty fun. But they do hit pretty yeah. hard. I feel like some just for some reason that that I feel like it's some. Um, no, I'm no, hope- I think I think it's fifteen seventy is the final encounter. Gotcha. That makes sense. So I think okay, you were yeah. like fifteen sixty three or something. So. Yeah, I'm like seven hundred. See, I was yeah. getting kind of kicked in the, not kicked in the teeth, but yeah. I was getting a little hit a little harder than I wanted to be. So but yeah, just put wait, once you just put the mod on that that uh, lowers like solar and art damage, and then once mm-hmm. you get classy restoration, you'll be fine. Yeah, I got two. Oh, I actually had a question about the mods because um yeah, I can't s- select my anti barrier for sidearms. That's yeah, it's the top been, one. It's been uh, it's, it's, it's been, bugged, right? Yeah, it's, it's disabled. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because like, it, sh- like it, it can shoot through like Titan shields and like bubbles, so they just say. Mm. Didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's it's been pretty good, like you said. I've been enjoying it. Um, I'm excited to see how the story goes. It's pretty big. I think it's like 71 steps or something like that. Yeah. And I'm at like 25 or 30 somewhere somewhere in that area. So. Lit. Yeah, I think. I'm, yeah. Every, yeah, I think like 31, like 50 something is, yeah. 51. Okay, that's it. You know, you got drip feed us, bruh. Of course, we can't do it all in, what's it been, two weeks, three weeks or something like that? Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. Uh, also been playing some Horizon Zero Dawn. Still have not beaten that game yet. I'm playing okay. it so slowly. <laughs> all right, see, I kind of only want to play it if the game beat yet. I'm good. Actually, I might play it, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm just so worse because I've been playing... Um, I jumped into the Turtles game that came out on Game Pass as well. Uh, Team NT Shredder's Revenge is pretty sweet. Obviously, been playing Mario um, Odyssey on the, over on the Switch. Play some Mario mm. Strikers as well. Mm, oh, my God. It. We got to talk about Strikers for a second. Strikers got everyone to hype because you could have like 20 people in the club. Uh, you know, you can uh, everyone could play a person or whatever it is. As long as you're with your own Switch, you have multiple people on one Switch. But as we are set up, we have one person in each different area and so we can't play 4v4 on strikers even though there are four people in the pitch mm. and it's available for people who have two people on the switch itself but not for four individual switches it's the most maddening situation because that game is pretty mm. awesome uh stokes and i streamed a little bit um and yeah it kind of sucks because we can't get the oblivious uh fifa squad on strikers well, that kind of sucks then eh? yeah did you buy it you can't or no? do it no, no 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 i haven't well i haven't i've bought it i haven't downloaded it that Wait, you sense. bought it, but you haven't downloaded it, what you said? Yes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I Sorry. mean, it's fun. We've been playing 2v2 over on um uh, Space Zaddy, who's now a Twitch affiliate. Shouts out. Go give your, pre- your, uh, your Prime subscriptions to, to Amazon. To Space yeah, yeah, Zaddy. Amazon, Twitch Prime. You get a free one with Amazon. You subscribe. You got to renew it every month. So go on over there and do that. Gang. 
Yeah, that's good. That's what it's good. Every I guess I got to do that, too, because I don't have Amazon Prime anymore. But I guess I could sign up for a week or whatever it is, a trial and then give that to him. Is that how that works? I mean, yeah, you could either do that or you can just you can just subscribe. Give him real like, money. Yes. <laughs> yes. People do that. That's how it works. <laughs> like this is a bank. I got Jordans to buy out here, man. Come on now. OK, well. I guess you can't put a price on friendship when it's four ninety nine. It's a limit. So <laughs> wait, so is it is it a five dollar minimum or can you do like one book? How does it work? I've never even no, done it. No, so it's four four dollar minimum subscription. Interesting. For the tier one. There there are tiers, but you can give money if you want. We gotta see what's in this tier. So I don't wanna just be giving money away for nothing, you know. I mean I, like I need that, to see you know with with the Amazon, it's just like it's part of your Amazon Prime, so you know you're kind of just like letting Jeff Bezos give him four them four ninety nine. But you know, to I'm support not in the a Jeff friend, Bezos camp anymore though. So four ninety nine, yeah, yeah, I, I won't be as of September. So I do need to get that skin for Destiny or the uh, emblem. So I got to go back yeah. at some point. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> enough of all that shit right there. Yeah. Uh, we're note. gonna talk about <laughs> say what. Uh, side note, you know, side note, yeah. side note, yeah, big, you know, so. big, big side note. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get down to the business here. It'll be a Let's little bit different it. than we normally do. There won't be any write ups here, any any fancy music. We're just gonna kind of talk about the games. Uh, but yeah, essentially, E three is a complete shit show. Uh, as of twenty twenty, uh, the ESA tried to have a show, but they couldn't because of COVID. They tried to have another show after that, but they couldn't because they're the worst. And they try to have one more show, they couldn't because of the worst. And they try to have it one more time this year. And then it didn't work again. So no E3 once again. Uh, show's probably dead. The ESA did say that they're going to try to come back next year. We'll see if that even happens. Uh, ESA being the body that actually puts on uh, E3, the same people who do the ratings and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so we have our Lord and Savior Jeff Keeley coming through with his summer game fest to save the day. Uh, he has his big showcase that has uh, a lot of third parties and even some first party things in there as far as like either the Xbox side, the Nintendo side or the PlayStation side. And then we have two showcases, one from Xbox slash Bethesda. And then we have one from uh, Sony, which was the first one of all these. But we're going to save it for last. It has like the least amount of information and like big stuff in there. Uh, we're actually putting these in the order of last appearance. So since Xbox went last that was the monday or was it the sunday after game fest and then game fest came out that thursday i think in the middle of the fucking day because jeff keely's a maniac and then state of play was like the week prior so that's the order that we're doing these in again we're just going to go through our you know some of our favorite games what we thought about the showcase what we think about ether in general and then kind of go from there what do you think about that wars i love it sounds like a plan let's do it All right, so I guess before we get into the Xbox Bethesda showcase, uh, first off, man, what do you think about this um, this hodgepodge of an E3 situation? Long gone are the days of just having you know a weekend where everyone comes out and does their thing. Now we have a summer, uh, you know, just littered with gaming showcases here and there, kind of every which way. Uh, right. How do you feel about that, man? Do you like that? Do you are you um, do you want to watch the showcase? Or would you rather just see everything in a trailer form, like from like a blog post? Or how, how are you feeling? How do you want to get your your summer gaming information for the rest of the year? Uh, I don't know, man. It's always like a mixed bag, right? Like, I love seeing the game trailers, but, you know, whatever you see most times, not sometimes not even what the game is going to be or what it's going to look like. So, you know, sometimes I always feel a little bit misleading. But we all 
no, you know, E3 was, you know, it's slowly, it was dying a slow death, right? Um, but it's kind of weird, like, seeing it happen, like, overnight with, like, COVID. Um, because, like, a lot of people like going to those events, you know, they're like, oh, you know, go out there and play some demos, whatever. Like, it's cool for them, you know, to get out and go do that. Um, but, you know, you also got people at home that were just going to stream it, you know, on YouTube, whatever they, you know, however they consume their uh, media. Um, but, you know, it's always like a couple of hours or, you know, over or, you know, a couple of days and they, you know, stretch that out, you know, to get the views, get the clicks or whatever. Um, like, I just like to go through, read articles, right? Like, I hate when, you know, something comes up and they want you to just like, it goes straight to the video, playing the video. I'm just like, can I just let me just read it first? And then if I want to play you a little stupid video, let me play you a little video, right? <laughs> just let me, like, I, I know how to read. You know, I would I much feel rather that consume it with, like, with news sites, too. You go to the fucking New York Times and you just want to read an article and it's, this video blasts your face as you're, like, in the right. middle of the office. Like, come like, on, here's, please. Here's the summary of this video. We know you just want to, no, I don't. That's just me now. I'm probably pretty sure, you know, where there might be the outliers of, um, but... I don't know. It's it's just weird just seeing it all come to like because like you know there's so much money in the video game industry, right? Like they can rent out you know the stadium or whatever and just like you know just throw endless amounts of money at it and like it, it wouldn't matter. But you know with you know COVID, it kind of just like sped everything up so fast. We're just like, all right, y'all, this E3 shit dead. You know we know you know you just gonna we're just gonna put it on the front page of Xbox, PlayStation. Here you go. You know just like an Nintendo like like a Nintendo Direct, right? And you just like watch it and just do it. I mean, that I'd be fine with. Like, I mean, to me, either way is fine. Like, I don't really care as long as it's like shit that's coming out that I can like play and like, you know, I still care about is really, you know, the only thing I really want to see. So, it don't really matter to me. But it's just still a weird thought. It's like how fast like it went down because it used to be like the biggest thing, right? Every year, yo, dog, E3, this time, mm-hmm. we got a mm-hmm. countdown, dog. Let's do it, you know? He's watching TV, but now it's just like, okay, guys, you know, here's a, you know, Couple of clips of what's what's going down. Everybody got their own their own thing going on. So I don't know. Kind of just torn in the middle. Like either way is fine, but sucks for people who can't go in person. You know, nerd out over shit like that anymore. You know. I think that's the biggest thing that gets me. I mean, we're at a very we're very very small operation, but smaller operations, to my knowledge, have gotten into E three. You know. In the past. Oh yeah. Doing mm-hmm. their thing, getting their passes or whatever like that. Uh, and I kind of feel upset that we won't really ever be a part of that and that kind of uh, you know hurts a little bit to be honest uh and as far as like the showcase itself and comparing e3 in the past and to e3 now and then even to what we have as far as like the nintendo directs of the world because that's kind of what everything does right nintendo direct kind of made the um the blueprint as it were and everyone tries to emulate that to some kind of extent uh yeah, we're not missing much, to be honest. It's it's the same thing, essentially, just given to us in a different package. And with that being right. said, I actually thought of a really good analogy right now. It's to me in my head, I'm comparing the Sam Raimi trilogy to say that um, the 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 Tom Holland trilogy, like the Tom Holland trilogy is really good. Like, I love all three of those Spider-Man movies. They're, they're, they're like spot on, even though the Sam Raimi trilogy is kind of worse. I like like it for that reason for you know what i'm saying it has like a little more gravitas to it has a little more uh pomp and circumstance a little more a little more cheese and i like that and that's what e3 was mm. about e3 about was about the cheese it was about the right. you know doing it for whatever reason and just trying to like get everyone in here because it's cool but it wasn't necessarily the best representation of everything but something about that drew me in as a fan um and it, now that everything is 
it's so organized for the most part it's so dialed in it's like to the point it kind of loses some of that luster i feel like i think we'll talk about it in a second when we get the summer game fest with jeff Keel. like he you can tell he's an old school person because like he has still those kind of awkward you know pops in between the trailers like oh man that's like so exciting or i can't believe that happened it's like motherfucker yeah you could believe it happened you set this show up like why are you acting like you just, <laughs> like you're an audience member like shut the fuck up i'm not up. a paid like, actor yeah like what wink, wink. <laughs> it, it's such a weird disconnect there but he's given us that old flavor of an e3 pass which i think is important to him that is also important to a lot of people in his audience so yeah you're kind of right i mean i'm a little bit torn as well i like the old thing but as far as getting information i just want it you know however you can give it to me if it's just a disembodied voice saying here's what we have and that's what the nintendo direct does that's what the state of play does but at the same time i also appreciate the jeff keelys for coming out there and actually putting people in front of us and having them talk about their games too which is also pretty cool Probably yeah, it probably should all be automated. It'd probably be like Alexa or Siri doing it next year or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> to get your E3 games, just uh say E3 2023 on your Alexa smart exactly. device. Like, here are the new games coming summer 2022. <laughs> just reads them all off from a bullet point. That makes yep. sense. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people do that. I mean, that's that's what the PlayStation blog and xbox wire and whatever the fuck nintendo has that's kind of what they're for right whenever something new happens excuse me whenever something new happens it's not necessarily during these summer times they do that right they give a, a blog post they give you a video and then you kind of go about yeah. your business and that's how the news gets out there so i mean that's the the most bare bone situation so if that's what we got to do to get it out that's fine but also if we want to do something cool like have a dope ass video wall like jeff keeler was walking on then please by all means make it happen give it to him all right. Well, with all that being said, then first up, let's talk about it. Whereas Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Now, this was very fun for us because we got to watch it together. And it's been a minute. Like, I really can't remember the last time we watched like an E3 thing together. So, uh, yeah, man, tell me, what did you think about Bethesda and Xbox's first showcase post uh, potential merger? Uh, first, I was like, man, like Microsoft was going pretty hard on this Bethesda thing, you know, Uh you know, like this, like, I can like they're the best games creator in the in, in the industry. But you know, it, in all in all, it was like it was a mid. You know, as the kids say, mid for real, for real presentation. You know, um, it, it, nothing just like stood out, right? And nothing was like, man, yo, this right here, I'm gonna sink a thousand hours into this. Like more or less, like this game gonna have how many planets? Like you gonna make me, run, <laughs> you gonna make me run around and do what? Like I don't know, man. Like cause me, sure. No knock on resource management, right? No, I'm I'm not privy to farming because I'm good. I farm some shit in a minute to get some right, but it's the scale just seems too much, right? Just like I ain't got that many hours in a day to do that, but I know what y'all want me to do because, like we said in the past, Fallout Four building houses for people that wasn't it, Chief. It was not it. Not at all. I didn't care about them people. I didn't care, you know, or the houses. Fuck those houses. Like. Actually, even if the system had been better, it might have been different. But it was so like pre-made; it wouldn't fit on ground. It was it was just so weird. But like Starfield, okay, man, cool. Like I feel like it's been done before, but just I mean, all in all, it was okay. You know, I give I give it like a solid seven. It's like on on a presentation scale, but you know, like it was okay. Nothing to like brag about, but like. You know, I mean, I do like me some Bethesda games. I love me love some Fallout, outside the building nonsense. Uh, love some Oblivion. Love some, you know, some Skyrim. But yeah, I mean, 
it was nothing just like remarkable to like just like oh my god I gotta have this thing you know so once again that's just one man's opinion you know not sure how you felt about it but just me or the eye yeah man you're probably about right as far as it being pretty mid around the seven maybe eight mark for the big uh surprises towards the end of it that really got me to pop like uh everything else was pretty expected i suppose you're right there was nothing crazy that, even with the two big surprises there was nothing out of the ordinary that was like this big aha moment and i don't know if they can necessarily do that or if they necessarily need that because with everything it showed all what was it I think it was like uh, 40, 45 games. All those games are coming within the next year. And most of those games, with like the exception of a couple, are going to be day one on Game Pass or eventually coming to Game Pass, right? So uh, that's what they're selling. That's what right. it is. It's all about Game Pass. It's all about being there first. It's all about being able to have this with your subscription, your subscription and not having to pay anything extra. And that's a huge, huge selling point for Xbox and Bethesda. Um, I mean, that's that's what you're offering, right? And that's not necessarily quality and sorry, quality over quantity, but um, quantity over quality. Not that they're going to be bad quality, but it's like you don't necessarily have to have everything be nine, tens if you're going to offer all these things for, you know, 10, 15 bucks a month. Like that's just a great deal, all as we've said multiple times. But yeah, I, I kind of agree with you for the most part. Nothing too crazy. Um, minus the two big reveals of their Japanese um, influences and partnerships. And we'll get to those in a second. Uh, but yeah, probably about a seven, eight in that kind of range for me as well. Yeah, yeah. That's you know. I think that's the the other divide, right? It's just like I'm not saying I'm like quantity, right? But you kinda want like the your money your money that you spend every month to be justified, right? But then you always on the other end of like the quality, like you'll play like a, you know, single player game for, you know, X amount of hours, like so like you just like I can't, it's kind of like you're never like in a, you're never gonna win in the situation of like trying to like um, impress all the gamers, right? You just gotta like pick like a certain portion and just you know just run with. It. So yeah, I think I think this is just Xbox from now on. I don't know if um yeah, and I don't think it's bad. I think it's really good. I think for what it's it, I'm so it's such a <clears throat> excuse me a weird position because I was I'm always I've been an Xbox fan since Xbox 360. You know I love I love the big pillars. I love Halo. I love uh, gears i love forts i'm always there for every one of those games i will play them you know for you know 15 30 you know 100 hours maybe and i'm in there and so i supported them in game pass as soon as it came out i was like, oh game pass dope and game pass pc i was like oh even doper right my brother can play because he's a pc you know more pc than i am and he can play those games and he doesn't have the disposable income i've explained it before it's a really good value for me in that kind of situation and i've been really thinking about it recently i was like man I'm not playing most of the stuff. I use it as kind of a glorified demo place. Should I leave? But what's still keeping me is like on the horizon, literally on the horizon. We'll talk about some Forza Horizon stuff in a second. But I'm like, I can't leave now because we do have games coming out and I am interested in them. So if I've been here through this quote unquote lull, then I would be dumb to leave before the games actually come. But speaking of the games, you kind of touched on a little bit. We're going to start with what was the end cap of the show. But undoubtedly the biggest game that was shown there uh starfield from bethesda game studio proper your boy todd howard out here selling his snake oil <laughs> uh talk to me about your first impressions thoughts on starfield as you are a huge fallout fan i know you love fallout 3 uh you didn't fuck with fallout vegas too much uh you play fallout 4 but you didn't go too deep into it and the, the building kind of got you but as a long time time <laughs> long time bethesda fan how are you feeling on starfield that's a 
I'm not gonna say pass, right? I'm gonna download it. I'll see what's up, man. Like, but I don't know. It just didn't get me. Like, yeah, like I don't know. It kind of came off as like like a fallout, like a Mass Effect, right? So like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like how many like in like that sense of it, you know, it's gonna have to be like hundreds of hours sunk into it. Like, which I'm not once again. I have played a game for thousands of hours, but over you know a very long period of time but i don't know it just didn't get me i'm just like i don't care like i've been talking about the game for so long like the hype and the the allure has kind of just like worn off of me but yeah do, are you not a big space, space person or what <laughs> not really no <laughs> okay yeah that might be a big turnoff then yeah <laughs> seeing it's in space and you know you're gonna get a thousand planets no man's sky, sky style out here See, that's so. too much like i ain't like when you they said that just like i'm just like man like y'all can have it <laughs> now I'm not here. Now I'm. I wouldn't call myself a Bethesda hater, but I definitely am not as high on say Fallout Three as many people are. But I I want to give Todd Howard a little bit of benefit of the doubt because he did say a thousand planets, but he also said you know there are only going to be certain Goldilocks planets, right? So that would lead us to think that you're going to have a lot of just resource management type situation. We can go there. You can find your ore, your iron or whatever it is, but then there'll be Damn. fewer more bespoke planets that actually have life on them that you would go to. So I know he did say a thousand. That's kind of dumb. But at the same time, if you're offering a realistic experience, you would want to have that, that option to go and get lost if you wanted to, but still have the more um, structural planets that had the stories on it. Because for me, seeing the outside of it, like seeing everything when he was like, you know, outside the base, landing, all that shit like that. That shit looked trash. I'm going to be for real. <laughs> it looked real bad. <laughs> However, once they got into the corridors, the lighting was different. It looked more single player, like it, not single player. It's all single player, but more, um, more like a linear game is what I'm trying to say. You know, like it didn't right. look like an open world action RPG that is Fallout. Like it looked more concentrated. That's what I'm kind of about. So if they can offer those experiences, like in these spaces that are more, um, I don't know, more more big side quests think like you know some of your favorite side quests in fallout games or in the witcher games whatever it is that they can offer more of that into this game that's going to be potentially their biggest game then i'm i'm here for it it's gonna be on game pass like we said so i gotta at least check it out but yeah at least um, i'll try it i am i was never really in for the hype i didn't understand why it was getting so hype because we knew what it was going to be like we knew it was just going to be fallout in space and if you like fallout no you know do your thing like that's cool like you're gonna like fallout you're probably gonna like this but as someone who was more um lean on fallout it excites me that it's in space and we're gonna have to do all the 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 spaceship crafting and the flying that shit looks dope as hell like it looks a little wonky for sure it's probably gonna control like trash no doubt 100 <laughs> but it still looks tight and if i can make a firefly s ship in this fallout game then yeah man why, why not no i'm good i mean like if it's if it's not forced resource management, that'll be different. But like, mm. if I'm forced to like explore hundreds of planets, no, thank you. Yeah, there's gotta be some kind of option or some shit like that. I mean, we you, you mentioned Mass Effect, and it leg, it, it uh, infamously had the what was the Mako missions in the first one? You had to go down yep. and then drive the Mako and get it. And then in Mass Effect Two, you didn't touch down, but you scan the ships, and that was also pretty tedious as well. So, uh, Mass Effect not three i want to say it was andromeda kind of had the mary it married the two and you were driving around but it wasn't as intensive as the first one so if they can find some kind of balance similar to that then we'd be good to go i mean hell man mass effect andromeda didn't really hit for people i know that game was a lot better um 
than people gave it credit for at the time because of the bugs. A lot of people are going back and saying it's better now. If they can take some of those lessons, not just from Andromeda, but from the Mass Effect series proper, like I think we could really have something cool here. I mean, uh, we're going to talk about them more as we get through these shows, but it's really big time for space games. And Bethesda has a lot to prove as far as what they can do in the RPG space, like going up against uh, stuff that CD Projekt Red has made or even their older games. Like they have to uh, push hard because 76 wasn't what people wanted so they have to prove themselves in that kind of sense but there's a lot of space for out there and asking people to spend 50 60 hours in this game is going to be a lot to think about when you've got things like Callisto protocol or uh what we'll talk about with what the folks at genshin impact are doing like we're doing a lot of cool things in this area and they're going to have to have a real reason for people to come here and actually spend their time for sure Okay, Starfield, kind of mid on it, but we'll see. We'll reserve our judgment, as they say. Uh, next up, we'll talk about Redfall. This was the sh game that opened up the show, um, and it looked actually pretty good. It's uh, from Arcane Studios, the guys who made uh, Prey and Dishonored, and most recently, um, they made the Deathloop game, which is pretty sweet. That was a PS5 exclusive, but we'll assume that's going to be coming out pretty soon. I think later this fall. I don't remember hearing anything about it. I should know that information, but it will be coming pretty soon to Xbox consoles. Um, but yeah, man, Redfall, what did you think about this uh, Left 4 Dead type clone out here from your homies over at Arcane? See, this is like, once again, I'm still on the fence about it. Like, I love me some uh, Left 4 Dead. Like, but that was way back when. Like, that was that was a good time. Um, I thought this was announced, like, in 2021, wasn't it? Yeah, the announcement was a pretty pretty far while back. I can look yeah, up the announcement. Yeah, yeah. But see, I think they might. I don't think they're really going for, like, Left 4 Dead, right? Like, I think, kind of think they're going for, like, more like, uh, what's the one PlayStation got? Uh, definitely. Yeah, I was being a little reductive about the Left 4 Dead. That's just his co-op, but they said that you. it's you can play right. it single player, and you're right. Since it's arcane, it would be more like most recently Deathloop, and then as their powers and right. their kind of abilities go, it would be more similar to like a Prey or Dishonor. And all those games have essentially the same gameplay, but they're very mm. single player focused and not multiplayer right. at all. Except for yeah, Deathloop, because Deathloop has a um, invasion mechanic that's multiplayer, but not like co-op centric. I got you. I think you want like Dying Light, but you say mm, so. Dying Light, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, at least, right. I mean, maybe I'm thinking about a different game, but once again, it's on Game Pass. I would try it, but I highly doubt if it's for me. You know, first-person shooter, I like uh, co-op. I like weird little powers. I like, so it's got, you know, three check marks. I'm going to try it, but like, once again, I don't really, I'm not really like sold. I'm just like, I'm not like, yo, I've got to play this game. Like, this is getting played a lot like, no that's not that's not for me but you know people it seems to be like a, getting like a good um good reaction out of people so we'll see but for me it's, it's it ain't gonna be i'm not gonna be like stuck in it but i will download it and, and, and give it a shot though yeah it looks pretty good i'm uh starfield and redfall both got delayed out of this year starfield was supposed to come out on the infamous 11 11 2022 <laughs> uh and then redfall was to come out this fall as well but both those games got pushed out i was very confused about redfall because while starfield did look super juddery that game was running probably at 20 frames a second most of the entire time of the of the demo uh redfall was not redfall looks really good it looks pretty polished pretty clean and i was actually kind of surprised at seeing that they're gonna hold it again um not to say it's a bad thing, right? We know that holding the games only makes them better, but it looks pretty good so far, and that impressed me. Uh, I am a fan of Arcane. Like, I love the Prey games. I played the first one to completion. I played a little bit of the second one. I played a little bit of um, the DLC uh, 
Death of the Outsider or some shit like that. And then I've played about half a Death Loop. Um, so I like their games. I like the whole mechanics of them having powers, cool gun play, and all that shit like that. It's pretty dope. Universal, um, I guess, semi connected universes with those uh, similar art styles and those um, similar gameplay gameplay mechanics. I'm not the biggest Left for Dead fan, and I didn't really like Back for Blood. Those games are cool, but they always um, kind of left me wanting as far as what you can do in them. They're very much party games, right? You get in there with the homies, you shoot shit, you just have a good time. Uh, very different from like Destiny, where you have more to, to do. I think that's why Destiny hits with me so well, because all the different kind of builds you can make, all the things your characters are doing, you can look tight. You know, All those things are really sweet. And uh, I'm getting some of those vibes from this Redfall. Like It looks like you're going to have all the things that you would normally get from arcane arcane game, but in a setting with more people. And while I'm usually, you know, please leave me alone, as it were, <laughs> I think this is a game that we could probably have at least, I'm going to say 10 to 15 good hours out of. And yeah, at least a co-op session. At least that's what we get out of it, like two or three co-op sessions. And I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, man. Like, I, I could do that. Um, as long as everything is drop in, drop out, which I believe it is, I think... Um, the progression is saved across the way. You can do everything together. And that's the kind of um, seamlessness that I want from my co-op games. So, yeah, shout out to Redfall. It impressed me more than I thought it would, and I'm excited to see hmm. more from it. Probably it's going to look nothing like that. the, the uh, stuff that was shown, just so you know. Oh, please no. Please no downgrades. Oh, it <laughs> will be downgraded, suck. 100%. <laughs> All right, next up, we got a pretty cool demo from uh, the homies over at Turn 10, man. We got Forza Motorsport. Uh, this is not Forza Motorsport 8, which is what it should be. This is just Forza Motorsport. It's a soft um, soft uh, redo, I guess. Soft uh, reboot. That's the word I'm looking for. Soft reboot. For, soft yeah, reboot. Yeah. Uh, they displayed some ray tracing effects while in game, uh, which is really cool. Showed off a nice new, well, not a new track, an old track. I think it was Maple maple leaf maple valley or some bullshit like that it looked gorgeous um doing some really cool stuff there as far as the tech full damage models digital foundry did a really good breakdown of what everything was happening it was a little bit of a kerfuffle uh we often talk about uh, xbox and their caginess with their announcements and how they you know it's it's like a you know watch the right hand but don't listen to what the mouth is saying you know the right hand's like throwing xbox exclusive you know day one console exclusive you know actual gameplay they kind of fucked it up with this because they said this was xbox series x gameplay but it was actually pc gameplay and while the xbox series x is really powerful pcs are still more powerful so uh, they had to make that correction later on and say no this is actually running on pc uh we should ex still ex expect the similar results on the xbox series x just because forza uh their games as far as being on console and pc i've always been super good as far as optimization goes like I know you built your PC Warriors and it's a little bit, you know, lacking in the places that you probably wanted Fair. to be, but you could <laughs> you could probably run Forza Horizon or Forza Motorsport pretty high settings on it just because it's so fucking optimized. So uh super excited about that game. Uh return to form for Forza Motorsport. It's been off a couple of years. The last couple of entries weren't the best, but they look like they're gonna be back in the driver's seat. Uh what do you think, Warriors? You gonna play some Forza Motorsport with me now that it's gonna be free on the Game Pass? Jay, listen, we'll make a long story short. <laughs> No, <laughs> even a race. It's probably going to be like 150 I, gigabytes though, so you're probably not going to want the headache of download to be a honest. race. Well, I actually need to buy some more storage for my Xbox, so I'll probably do that. But no, oh, here we no. go. Not unless it was like if I could play it through. See, now if I could, if I could play it through the cloud, maybe. you can. Yeah, you can play it through the cloud. I, I mean, I tried. Miles may vary, but I don't have really good cloud experience. But you could, yeah, get into a race and no. see how it goes. 
Yeah, I might try and see, but I'm, I'm probably not, though. I, I haven't played Forza in quite a long time. It was a good time when I did play it, but I have not have not played, and I probably would not be playing this Forza. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. Well, uh, since you won't be doing it, I'll keep going with more Forza news then, uh, keeping it rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Forza Horizon 5 is getting Hot Wheels DLC coming July 19th. Uh, my God, Wars, I'm so fucking excited. Uh, this happened in the two... Uh, I guess it was Last Horizon. Uh, it had uh, a Hot Wheels DLC as well. A little bit smaller. You had the big, you know, the loop-de-loops. It was like a T-Rex. You got the Hot Wheels cars. There were boost pads. There were jumps. It was awesome. Very, very dope. This is going to be that. Just kind of turned up to 11. Um, oh, sorry. No, it was two Forces ago. It was Forza Horizon 3 because Forza Horizon 4 had the Lego expansion. So Forza Horizon 3 had the first Hot Wheels expansion. So we're getting it back uh, July 19th. It's going to be bigger, better, better. And yeah, man, if you're going to do anything, you should definitely come play with me on this. But I won't hold you to it. We'll see what happens when it comes out. We'll see what's Good. going on right don't, now. Don't hold me to that. The season is preparing for the Hot Wheels uh, expansion. You can get Hot Wheels cars if you do any of the series events right now in Forza Horizon 5. Uh, next up, we have a really big Riot Games deal, which is pretty cool. I don't know if you uh, were excited about this at all. Not that we play these games very much, like League of Legends, Valor, and all that shit like that. But for them to come to Game Pass PC and have all their characters already unlocked is a pretty big deal. I mean, those yeah, games... Yeah, kind of crazy. Um, they're still rocking. They're still doing their thing. And the whole point of them is to grind now by the not buy the credits. I think you have to earn the credits. You might be able to buy them. Not really sure about the games, but anyway, you essentially get the entire rosters for those games unlocked for you off rip and you can kind of play with them and uh, do your thing. So what do you think, man? Uh, Xbox is going in big for the Riot Games esports crowd out here. How do you think that is? See, I think now this is this is a good thing, right? At least, you know, if you have all the characters unlocked, you can like, you before you were like, you know, handcuffed like playing like I'm guess what that I'm not sure if they were free or like the starter characters or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like if you can like play, you know, any character, right? Like I feel like that's that makes the entry to barrier like a little bit easier for like new newer players. But like you know, even even if you're a seasoned player, like like, oh well man, maybe I'll try this character out, you know, you end up loving that character a little bit more than another character. I think that's tight. I mean this ain't gonna this ain't gonna be for me. Cause like t- listen, League of Legends is stressful okay you ain't lying <laughs> played that game with my brother my brother-in-law and still lost I, i'm just like dog granted i didn't play the amount of hours they have to understand the mechanics behind the game but from what my experience is they carried me to a win they just told me go here to click on this thing it's like sure man whatever still don't know what i was doing um going back and leveling so, you know it's a it, that game requires research to play i don't care what nobody says you need to go do some youtube videos to get it but and then because like when i first started I was like play this character this character is easy and it's like you know give me somebody just like hit stuff with a you know a hammer or you know a sword or something right so they told me to play with i can't remember the character's name but um if i got you know all the characters unlocked then i could just be like oh well you know, maybe i might hop in there and just like you know mess around with it myself but uh the game is a little too stressful for me to be be out here experimenting with like multiple characters so but it's cool for you know people who want to play all those characters and have them readily readily available uh just not for me yeah i haven't talked to my brother yet but i need to ask him and see if he's going to be excited for this because he like i said he's the one who uses the game pass pc way more than i do uh he's big into fortnite and you know uh, warzone and all that shit like that rainbow six he was really big into that back in the day um so he might get down with this i played valorant it was actually pretty good man but those games are tough like you 
I played it at in beta and then I played it a little bit when it came out and like the people were already just way too good. <laughs> I was like, this is not fun. Uh, cause I was getting my shit crushed. It's very twitch, um, you know, a mouse and keyboard type of a game. So, uh, but yeah, the League of Legends stuff is cool as well. Having the opportunity to try those characters without having to worry about the grinding too much is really sweet as well. That show's great. So, um, that definitely kind of boosts having this synergy of this game that's now more accessible to people and then having that show in the background to kind of fuel this nice cool content loop is pretty sweet uh so yeah i mean this is this is the stuff that X, uh, xbox does pretty well I, I talk a lot of shit about the acquisitions and the taking over of things but this is a really cool deal that i think can uh really help be yeah, shit. I, <laughs> I talk a lot of shit this is a really cool deal that can help the gamers get you know more for their buck essentially you know and that's what it's all about having these experiences and these are uh multiplayer games so having more people in there with more access to more content is always gonna be better for the entire community agree. as a whole I, I agree with that all right next up uh diablo 4 uh had a cool little launch trailer i think this is where we got the necromancer uh yeah. reveal uh, yeah. We had a, a, it was like a cinematic at first, and then we saw some gameplay. And I was pretty excited because the Witch Doctor was my character in Diablo 3. And then they had the Necromancer DLC later on after we played it um, extensively. But I went back to it and I rolled a Necromancer build. I think I played with Jesse a little bit. I can't remember though, but uh, it's a really cool character. You do a lot of death and shit. You bring people back to life and, you know, control zombies. It's like the witch doctor, but like everything is a variant of the zombie um, pile thing that comes out of the ground. A uh, really cool character. Uh, Diablo 4 looks pretty sweet. It's a big departure from Diablo 3, going back to more of the darker tones of Diablo 1 and Diablo 2. Uh, we'll see what the fans think. Diablo 3 had a pretty bad opening launch uh, time with the auction house and just the um, the the balance of the game was pretty bad, but they pulled it back and Reapers of Souls, like one of the biggest selling games uh it's like up there like 30 plus million or some shit like that and it's been about 10 years since we had diablo 3 if that makes any sense whereas because time does not feel like it's gone by uh that, that doesn't far, make any sense it doesn't make any sense at all mm -hmm. but yeah that was like 2012 that week that came out or some shit like that so wow here we are man diablo 4 what do you think are you gonna get back and do some looting and um slicing i guess and you know yes unless you're the, the hunter oh yes let's fucking go yes this i uh, like this I was for, right? Like, I'm t the, what gets me is loot, right? Loot, dungeons, and like, just loot, really. If those were the options, make a game, loot, loot, <laughs> more loot, right? That's what, I, that's what I'm here for. So, like, and I did like uh, Diablo 3. I didn't put as many hours into it as you did, I, but I did not know you had put that many hours into it. Cause like I was playing with my brother and like kind of just like you know off to the side playing by myself. And I played with my brother in law a little bit, so we, we we had a good time with that. Um, but for this, it looked pretty dope. And you know, I know it's not going to be a game pass that long, but I'm pretty sure it's got something to do with that with that deal or whatever going through. But I'm pretty sure they'll probably change it. It'll be on game pass. Not I'm going to buy this, and I I do want to play this. Uh, you know, throw that in there with like you know as part of my you know looters and I guess not going to be a looter shooter, but. Um, you know, I can also Looter Slasher. Yeah, Looter Slasher, you know, between this, you know, Destiny and uh, all that good stuff. But this I'm I'm really excited for. I, I don't know all the classes. I don't know if they're gonna bring all the classes back. You know, I know, like I said, Necromancer will be new. Um, but uh, this I'm really excited for and I thought this looked pretty pretty dope. You know, I had Rod Ferguson up there, you know. I you know, I believe Rod to the dying day, he said it's gonna be lit, it's gonna be lit. 
Yeah, that surprised Indeed. the fuck out of both of us because I didn't realize Rod Ferguson was over there. At yeah, I didn't I was either. Like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so get your money, man. Do your thing out here. Uh, yeah. Well, the funny thing about my playtime with Diablo Four or Diablo Three, it was actually very similar to my playtime with um, Monster Hunter. Played it extensively with you, and then Jesse saw me playing, and I convinced her somehow to play this dumb looter game, and she got really into it. And then so yeah, I played like probably as about as much as time as we played. I played it with her, so that was um. How I got to like Paragon 250 or where the fuck it was. Yes, it's very high and I was shocked when I saw it. Yeah, oh, I love that game. It's so good. I still play it with Dylan every now and then. That's like one of our, our rotation games because he, um, I, it's not cross progression. So he has some pretty maxed out characters. So he just like drags me through and gets him some levels. And I run yes, around a little stuff with the uh, baby. Same. Boy. So I have my brother and brother-in-law. They was like, I was going to do this. I was like, all right, bro, you like. <laughs> so high of a level i'm just gonna follow you around just collect whatever you know the collectibles are you know so uh that's gonna be me probably again because i'll probably get in there fall out go back to destiny come back need somebody to carry me to something so get ready for it gang um yes big gang big gang big gang <clears throat> excuse me all right um so, oh, what was what to say? The barbarian is there, so you can play your barbarian. That's what like we need. People. That's what we're so here for. You can do that, and you can just destroy. It. It's gonna be fantastic. Just gonna beat minions in the head with a hammer. Let's go. Mm, okay. All right. So to end out the Bethesda showcase, uh, we had two really big pops, um, and these ones were fucking fantastic. There's one that I'm missing in here. I'm just gonna give it a quick shout out. There's a um, shout it a, out. Uh, it's like a Soulsborne game brought to you by Team Ninja, uh, same director that made the Neo games. Not sure if you're familiar with the Neo games, but there were two games uh, loosely based on the real world story of the Westerner going to Japan. Kind of like um, Last Samurai Tom Cruise vibes. Mm. Uh, it's like that loosely based, but with yokai and demons and shit like that. Awesome game. Uh, so anyway, the director or the people who worked on that are making this new Souls-like game, uh, and that's also coming to Xbox. Uh, it's not an exclusive. It looked like it was an exclusive during the show, um, but that's just how they do with their weird things. Uh, but I'm seeing all that because this was the this was the appetizer <laughs> for the Japan block that happened at the end of this showcase, and it was fucking fantastic. So we got Uncle Phil up there. He says that shit, and then he announces Persona 3, 4, and 5 Royale are all coming to Game Pass, and I like the lost my mind. <laughs> uh, this is really impressive because Persona 3 and 4 are both PS2 games. Uh, Persona 4 uh, Golden Edition is the Vita mm. variant. Uh, that's the one that everyone talks about. That's like, if you ever see a what to play on Vita list. Persona 4 Golden is always at the top of it. It's a really good game. I'm playing that right now. I'm like two or three dungeons in. I've been playing it for a long time. Probably got to go back. Those games are pretty dense. Um, but Persona 3, I mean, that's a PS2 game. You know how P PlayStation is with their fucking backwards compatibility. That'd be the first time we've been to play it on a modern consoles. And then this is all starting with Persona 5 Royale coming out in October. Uh, that's the up-res edition of Persona 5 with an extra semester, a couple new characters, uh, really, really great game. I haven't finished that one as well. I've played maybe half of that one. Got to go back. Uh, but this is getting its own dedicated next-gen release because this is a PS4 game. It'll get And again, these aren't Xbox exclusives here. They're still coming to PlayStation. So the PlayStation is going to get a PS5 version, and then Xbox will have its Series X version as well for Persona 5 Royale. And then getting, in the later months, Persona 3 and Persona 4. Uh, this is all going to be leading up to Persona 6, which I think will be announced sometime either 
later this year or early next year. So I know you're not too familiar with the Persona games words, but you should definitely take, check them out if you get a chance. I would say just play five because that's the most modern one. Uh, super cool art style. Uh, the cutscenes are all in an anime form. So when you play it, it's like watching a dope anime. And you can actually watch Persona 5 in its entirety as an anime on Hulu. Uh, pretty heavy stuff like dealing hmm. with people's... Um, demons they're being bad and you're the phantom thieves coming to steal their hearts and make them good folks super cheesy uh great jazz music great combo system it's a turn-based uh old school action rpg or rpg not action rpg and it's a great little time you do time management bullshit you got to go to class or study with your friends or or you know go out to eat you gotta uh you know uh hang out with your confidants and spend time with them so you can get them to do better things during the battle so yeah shouts out to persona three four and five we're all coming to xbox tight i know i don't know what the even this is um but i believe you in your assessment and have fun with these games i don't know what these even are yeah hopefully they come to switch because i'm not a proper um, gamer <laughs> because the xbox keeps getting um like the the spinoffs like there's a dancing edition or a fighting edition or a uh, Muso, like Hyrule Warrior situation. So all those are have made it to Xbox, but not the proper game. So pretty big for Xbox to get that deal. And then really cool to see Persona 3 and 4 coming to a modern PlayStation console near you. Tight. So that was the first big pop. Lost my mind already. Before I even get my breath caught up, <laughs> they put the one, the homie, Hideo Kojima on screen <laughs> talking about <laughs> his next project. <laughs> and my God, I asked Jesse, because Jesse, I don't know. I feel like it was not early but not late but i think jess was taking a nap or some bullshit and i was just in here screaming and i was like did you hear me she's like yeah i heard you i was like okay my bad <laughs> so uh it's confirmed Hideo Kojima is working on a project with xbox uh it's a little bit weird here because there's rumors of overdose which is a scary game that he may or may not be working on um there's uh rumors of death stranding part two which he may or may not be working on and then maybe something else in the works uh we don't know what if this is that, probably not the way he describes it in the in the clip, because it's funny because this entire entire showcase was about games coming out within the year. But this is the one outlier. Uh, but Kojima made it pretty made it pretty clear that he was like, hey, we're just starting. <laughs> I don't really got anything yet, but I'm excited to tell you that we're starting and we're going to work on it. We're going to go from there. Uh, a couple notes before I hand it over to you, Juarez. Uh, he's specifically talking about cloud gaming and what he can do with that. That's been his big thing. I mean, Kojima's always trying to push technology and make his weird ass games as weird as it can be and always have like some weird like uh, fourth wall breaking or whatever it is, like um, trying to do his best to get into the real world. Right. Um, so I think he's going to try to accomplish that now with the cloud. Now, I'm saying all that to say people are talking about this being an Xbox exclusive. That could be the case. It could be an Xbox Game Pass exclusive. But I can't imagine that he would necessarily turn down the option to have all of his games always be on PlayStation, right? We've got Death Stranding 2 coming out, which will definitely be on PlayStation. But this game, I'm going to say it, it might still be because if you remember, I think it was two or three years ago, Sony and Microsoft went into a deal to both work on cloud gaming together. Now, it was more Sony coming to Microsoft and saying, hey, those Azure servers kind of tight. What you got for me? And Microsoft like, bet. I got you, little guy. Check this shit out. Don't worry about that Gaikai bullshit. Check out what I got here. And they you know, kind of signed a little agreement to work together to push cloud gaming and its technology. So with all that being said, if this has anything to do with what Kojima might be making, which it very well could be, this could not only be a Game Pass day one 
um, Kojima title on Xbox, but it could also come to a PlayStation console near you. I'll shut up. Tell me what you think about Kojima Son coming over here to Xbox. Man, don't even care. <laughs> shut the Let, fuck up. Let's cap, man. Listen. Listen, what it, look, I'll play it. I'll play it. it. It ain't like no, you know, I'll try. You know, he dude is like, I'm gonna give credit, credit to dude. Dude's, you know, great video game developer, great mind, you know. Uh some of the stuff is, you know, off the handle, a little weird, right? But um he's uh I don't think it's gonna be exclusive. There's no way. Like they're probably gonna try their best to get it exclusive, but uh, there's no way, you know, more platforms you get on, the more money you're gonna make. So um it will be interesting to see though, because like it's the, you know what I've heard about this overdose game, you know it um seems like it'll be it'd be pretty pretty fun. So and you know Kojima's always uh I couldn't get into Death Stranding, I still can. I tried to go and back multiple times, I can't. But um it, it people people love him, right? I don't really have much love for him as some people have, but you know you can't deny the talent. So I'll, it'll be interesting to see see what he comes up with though. Um, but you know, other than that, I really ain't got nothing to talk, say about Kojima, you know? <laughs> well, you know? so what's so exciting? In, Sorry, go ahead. No, I talk about him in the bad light every now and again. But, oh, Lord, here we go. But, you but, you know, know that, 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 that's only just to, to get you riled up. Hey, listen, it's fine, man. Listen, I'm not, I want Kojima everywhere. I want this motherfucker to make a Switch game for all I fucking care. Now, to be clear, I don't care if this is an Xbox exclusive. Like, I got an Xbox, I'm fine there. I just don't think it will be. And I think that will be cool if we have this situation where it's like something. Cause I, I mean, I would, I love exclusives and I like that they can be worked on one console. You can get the best out of them. But I do like when things go everywhere. I like just Death Stranding, PlayStation exclusive, but now it's gone to PC. PC players can play it. I wouldn't mind now getting an Xbox port, right? Like, it's been made. And it's silo, and then you took it and you made it better for PC, and then I make it better for Xbox if you want to. But I think the idea of Sony and uh, Microsoft working in the background to make like new gaming things that this could be a really cool bridge to have this fucking weird Kojima game. It might not even be a fucking game. It might just be Kojima being doing some weird ass shit that's like, you know, some kind of experience, right? But that's what he wants to make, so let him make it. So I'm down with that. Um, this is what I want from xbox as far as like big surprises big pops big things that we don't expect now this is no secret uh phil spencer had his little kojima statue in the background we've been we've we've pegged this thing from miles out we knew this was going to happen right there are no secrets in the industry but this is really cool because when this comes back around later and we finally see the reveal in two three four years whatever it is it's going to be a cool moment and that's what i want more from xbox and i love that this is how it ended with phil spencer coming out and say yo We've been really shit with our, um, you know, with our Japan releases and we've tried, we've tried, we've tried Blue Dragon, um, Eternal Sonata, whatever, all this shit like that, right? We've tried it, but it's never really worked, but I'm here. I've been doing my best. I want to make these things happen. So uh, I'm here for it. I want it to go down. I want it to be great. I want Kojima to have something sweet. And uh, this is the kind of shit that I want. So yeah, shout out to Xbox. Still a mid show, but it ended with really, you know, a couple, maybe even three really good hits that kind of help amp it up more than it, what it was. And I want more of that to be things that we can actually touch and be new and be here instead of looking off into the future, because these things are cool, but even the Kojima things are so far off. The persona thing is even coming in October and we you know, what is it going to mean for persona six? Like those are the kind of things that we want here, but this is a good way to end a pretty good show. And, um, yeah, I thought that, um, I'll give them a good, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, get a, a mid, mid to good. Yeah, a bit. 
Yeah. All right. Speaking of mid to good, we've talked for about an hour here. We covered a good bit of stuff. I promised that we would do Summer Game Fest and State of Play, but I think we're going to save that for another show. Uh, yeah. what, we, what we might do, we might put that in the extra because we don't have too much more to talk about. I want to talk about Cluster Protocol, Modern Warfare 2, what Genshin is up to, Last of Us Part 1, and then RE4 Remake, but we could talk about those. Oh, and Horizon Call of the Mountain, but we could talk about all those in extra. So next week, we might have a nor- more normal show, and then we'll just end it off with recapping everything from uh, E3. Does that sound like a plan to you, Mr. Jarez? Sounds like a great plan. I like that. Oh, more content. Drip feed you. Content, content, content. That was pretty good then. That was pretty smooth for not doing this for a little bit. How you feeling? You want to tell the kids uh, anything else before we get about this piece? No, you know, tell them uh, we're going to you know, get back to a regular schedule program, you know, uh, a little more consistent and, uh, you know, see you same time next week, kiddos. You heard the man. Same time next week, kiddos. Like I said, uh, if you guys want to be a part of the show, hit us up at Oblivious, uh, Oblivious Pain, Oblivious Games there we at go. gmail.com. Uh, hit us on socials at Oblivious Pod over on Instagram and at Oblivious Pod 1 on Twitter. Drop us a like, drop us a love, drop us a comment, tell us you love us, tell us we're pretty, all that good jazz. For Juarez, for Craig, who didn't break today, uh, for Craig. DJ Ray Jack Hand, who may or may not edit this episode, and for your host, your boy Truly, uh, DJ. Uh, goof troop out here <laughs> yeah. go follow space daddy on twitch uh drop a like over there as well and give a motherfucker a uh, prime subscription um yeah we are oblivious and we're out peace see you